Hello, and welcome to a salute to all cruise lines, but mostly DCL. My name is Bryce, and I'll be your host as we embark on this journey discussing everything big ship related. And I'm excited to kick this podcast off with the reveal of Disney Cruise Line's newest ship, the Disney Treasure, and what a treasure it was. Let's just dive right in and get started. So like I said before, my name is Bryce. Um, I'm from the Central Florida area, and I just really love everything Cruise Line. The first time I stepped on a cruise ship, I absolutely just fell in love, and I've kind of, it's just a, a passion of mine, ask anyone I know, um, and they would, they would, the first thing they tell you is all I talk about is Cruise Line, so I said, why not talk about Cruise Lines into a microphone, uh, and my, my favorite Cruise Line is Disney Cruise Line, uh, just because of how magical and fun it is to be relaxing on a big ship, but with the Disney themes all around you. With all that introduction being said, uh, let's just dive right in. So I wanted to start off with the things that we already know about the Disney treasure going into the reveal, things that had already been told to us. Um, and so we'll, we'll just dive right into there. Um, it is going to be a part of the Wish Clash ship, so it is the same exact design pretty much as the Disney Wish. Um, with about 5,000 passenger capacity, um, and it's going to be 1,119 feet long, uh, 144,000 gross tons, and it is going to be running off of liquid natural gas, um, a cleaner way to do it rather than, I think, diesel engines or back in the day. Um, on the bow of the ship, we're going to have Voyager Mini. Um, the atrium statue is going to be Princess Jasmine, Aladdin, and the Magic Carpet. And then on the stern, we have Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Uh, they look to be in some kind of battle where Peter Pan is obviously going to win, and he's splashing paint on the Captain Hook, and he's not happy. Um, the ship's theme is centered around adventure. Um, and then the Grand Hall, right where you walk into the ship where the, or the atrium, um, is inspired by grandeur and mystery of a gilded palace um, in what is inspired by real-world Asia and Africa, but also paying homage to Agrabah. So uh, a pretty beautiful site, but very, very different um, from the Wish. So I think that's a, but it's the same layout. They still have, you know, the, the, the grand staircase and then the little stage off to the side that we can see to the, I guess, to the right hand side. So that's pretty much everything that we know about the um, Disney treasure going into this. Now we're going to be, there was a hint when they were doing some, there was a couple hints when they were doing the big reveal of the reveal, I guess the, the pre, the pre-lead to the reveal, they had a little mini clip and they actually had some three little portholes and I want to discuss those because they're going to come back up later. Um, and in the characters in the portholes were Moana, um, the three hitchhiking ghosts from the Haunted Mansion, and then Miguel from Coco. Um, and uh, so I'll bring those up later, but just remember those. That, so that was a, so that we were expecting to see that. Um, and then they also released a treasure map um, of some sort that basically kind of showed a layout of the ship because if the, the land was actually a design of a Disney Cruise Line ship, and then on there were just different uh, little characters. Um, one of the ones that sticks out to me is there was like a, um, in the bottom uh, which is obviously the front of the Walt Disney Theater. They had uh, Cogsworth and Lumiere in like kind of like rock-like formations, um, as well as like a rose bush in there. Um, so that was pretty cool. I would say definitely check that out. Check out the treasure map. It was pretty cool looking, and it gave 
gave away gave away a lot of good secrets in there. Um, but so let's go into what they revealed right off the bat for the Disney treasure. Um, the Aqua Mouse, which is the ride that started, or the, the first at-sea attraction um, on the Disney Wish, is getting a brand new ride story exclusive to the Disney treasure. Um, it is going to be The Curse of the Golden Egg, starring Mickey and Minnie. Um, and it looks to be some kind of, uh, they go into a pyramid, and they do some exploring inside that pyramid and, and, and discovering of what you can only imagine to find in a pyramid. So I'm sure something will go wrong because something always does, but uh, you can look forward to that on the Disney treasure. Um, and then in the Walt Disney Theater, the it is going to be the Beauty and the Beast Broadway-style show on the stage, as well as Disney Sees the Adventure. Um, but they are also going to have a third show that is going to be brand new and exclusive to the Disney treasure. So you have Disney Sees the Adventure, which is also on um, the Disney Wish, I believe, as well. And then you're going to have a brand new show that is exclusive just for the Disney treasure. Um, on the Disney Wish, the sweet shop is inside out. On the Disney treasure, it is going to be Jumbo's Sweets, uh, the elephant character um, from Zootopia. I just hope that they're not using elephant trunks um, like Judy Hopps. Judy Hopps found out. There's also going to be a brand new lounge, um, Skipper Society. It is going to be based off of the Walt Disney World and Disneyland attractions, the Jungle Cruise. Um, so that's going to be pretty cool. And it looks like uh, in in the video it showed like canopies of bows, and but it also like they played a little bit of humor. So it'd be interesting to see if like the uh, the bartenders and and the waiters and waitresses in that in that lounge uh, actually do any of the jokes or you know try and play homage to the jokes. I'm sure the drinks will pay the homage to a lot of that kind of stuff. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, and they're also going to be having a brand new pub called the Periscope Pub. Um, that is going to be based off of 20,000 leagues under the sea. Um, and then from the layout, I can, of the layout of that one, I can definitely kind of tell that that is going to be where Hyperspace Lounge is currently. Um, it seemed pretty, the layout looked very similar. So I can kind of confidently say that. Um, so that is going to be based off of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and it kind of looks like you're in the Nautilus underwater, and I'm sure there's going to be, like, different different scenes go across, and I wouldn't be surprised if you had a uh, giant squid attack or something like that um, while you're down there, similar to something that they have, like, other interactive bars like Skipper uh, or Trader Sam's, I should say. Sorry, it's not Skipper Sam. Um, the Worlds of Marvel dining area is going to be staying on the ship. So uh, that was one that I was kind of speculating would not stay, but it is going to be staying. I guess they put so much into it, they said they got to put it on another ship. Um, and it is going to be getting a second night, a second night show. And then we'll go into more detail about that, but it is going to be getting a second night show. You're going to have the first show, which is, or the first night you're on, is going to be the, the Ant-Man uh, and uh, friends battling Ultron, and then you're going to get a second night because you'll be on the ship for a second night. Like I said, we'll go into that more later. Um, there's also a cameo of Spider-Man. So it'll be interesting to see is Spider-Man going to be like the main the main hero that we see for that second night. Uh, it remains to be seen, but uh, interesting that he was the one that was the waving hello to the Explorer in the video. Um, there's going to be a new restaurant that is going to be replacing Arendelle. 
uh, the Frozen interactive, uh, or I guess you could say sing-along type show. Um, it is now going to be a Coco-themed restaurant, Plaza de Coco. Um, and that is going to have two separate shows. It's going to be completely brand new, but they're going to have two shows for you. Um, the first show is supposed to take place right after, um, kind of like where the movie leaves off, um, where it's uh, Miguel and he's celebrating with his family and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's supposed to be a second night, and they have said that that is going to be where Miguel will use his magic guitar and actually go back in to, uh, I guess, the world of the dead and and basically, I guess, Dia de los Muertos again, um, kind of like that, celebrating that day and going back and visiting his relatives there. So that'll be interesting to see what they do with that second one, um, because that's kind of like a little, kind of like, almost like a sequel. The next thing that we saw was the funnel suite, the funnel concierge suite, um, the 2,000 square foot suite that is located in the Disney funnel that is a fake funnel for fun. Um, is the Tomorrow Tower Suite inspired by Epcot. Um, I am going to go off on a little tangent on this one. Um, this one makes a little less sense considering the rest of it. I think it's a, it's a grand idea. I understand like the, the want to explore the future, explore the tomorrow, um, but it, it also just kind of looks very modern um, and out of place from the rest of the aesthetic of the rest of the ship. Um, it, it just, it feels a little too modern for me. You know, I think, I think you could have done a very, a very good job looking at what the other state rooms, and we'll talk about that later, um, what the other state rooms are going to like be based off of and, the, and those kind of stories and those kind of adventure. I think you could have made a very, very nice room based off of that, you know, but very nice suite based off of that. But uh, they went a complete opposite direction and went with a very modern and futuristic design, which I understand a little. Like, I get it. Like, the want to explore the future, you know, Walt's idea for exploring tomorrow, you know, with his experimental prototype community of tomorrow. I, I, I get that. But it, it, I don't know, it just seems the modern touch feels out of place with everything else in the ship. But that's just me. Um, and then we saw, instead of Luna, the entertainment spot that they'll do a lot of the different things on the ship is going to be called Sarabi, based off of the Lion King. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then we also saw some of the kids areas are going to be getting a little bit of a revamp. There's going to be Marvel Superhero Academy. Um, there's going to be Star Wars Cargo Bay. Um, there's going to be the Walt Disney Imagineering Lab. And there's also going to be Fairytale Hall, uh, as well as the Vibe and Edge lounge lounges that we've seen for uh, teens and preteens um, in there on every other ship. Um, and that pretty much wraps up everything that we saw in the video. And there was a write-up after the video that kind of revealed a little bit more um, and so that I'm going to go into a little bit about that. Um, there's going to be a Hey Hey Cafe inspired by Moana, and that's going to basically going to be a walk-up bar kind of thing. I think it's also where you can possibly get the specialty drinks, um, like, uh, like your lattes and specialty coffees and such. And there's also going to be the Jade Cricket Cafe, which is inspired of Mulan. And that's also going to be a, like a kind of like a walk-up bar type lounge type thing. Um, and those are going to be just off of the Grand Hall um, so that's pretty cool. Now we're going to go into a little bit about 
the state rooms. Um, so the state rooms are going to be mainly themed. These are your inside ocean view and veranda state rooms, and they are going to have the themes of Aladdin, Pocahontas, Up, or Encanto. So those are pretty cool movies for that. And then the concierge stateroom themes are going to be Lion King, Aladdin, and The Jungle Book, but mostly uh, mostly going off of the big cats from those movies. That's what that's what they said. So those would be pretty cool as well. Um, so those are going to be some pretty nice staterooms. Like I said, the state, like you could have went off a nice theme just like that and your other concierge theme staterooms for your funnel suite, but that's just me. I digress. Um, so now we're going to go into the Maiden Voyage. In the video, it was said that the Maiden Voyage is going to be taking place in December 2024. But uh, going on the website now, they have released all of the itineraries for the Maiden Voyage and for a couple months after. Um, so the Maiden Voyage is going to be on December 21st through the 28th of 2024 out of Port Canaveral, and it is going to be an Eastern Caribbean cruise. Um, it is going to be sailing to Tortola, British Virgin Islands, St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands, and then Castaway Key. And that is going to be a seven-night cruise. Now, going back to what we were talking about earlier, all cruises are seven nights. So that is why there is the need for those second stories in your Worlds of Marvel dining location and then Coco because you're guaranteed to go there twice. It's not like on the Disney Wish, it's only three and four night sailings right now to the Bahamas and Castaway. So there's no need for that second story. You know, there's not a, there's not a guaranteed chance that you're going to those restaurants twice. But this time you're going to one of you're going to both of these restaurants twice and one of them maybe three times. Um so that's the first maiden voyage. The second voyage is going to be a Western Caribbean cruise from December 28th through January 4th. Um, and that is going to be sailing out of Port Canaveral as well. All cruises will be going out of Port Canaveral. We'll be getting into that a little bit more later. Um, but out of Port Canaveral. And it is going to be going to Cozumel, Mexico, uh, Grand Cayman, uh, Georgetown Grand Cayman, uh, Falmouth, Jamaica, and then Castaway Key. And so that is going to be your first two cruises. And then we'll dive into a little bit of the prices for your first two cruises. Uh, and they are a bit of a shiny penny. Um, the maiden voyage starts off for $8,700 for an inside cabin, $9,400 for an ocean view, and then the veranda starts at $11,200 for that maiden voyage with concierge just under $25,000 at $24,957 starting off. That is your maiden voyage. The second voyage, or your Western Caribbean cruise, is going to be $7,000 for inside rooms, $7,600 for your ocean view, $9,100 for your veranda suites, and then $21,500 for your concierge suites. Um, interesting little note here. I was looking through all of the dates, and then January 4th, through the 11th, there is no cruise. Or there's no cruise listed. There could be a cruise, but who's to say who's going on that? That's an interesting little detail that I thought I'd include in there because I noticed that uh, I did not see any dates stating what January 4th through the 11th would be. So that one could be anything. Who knows what that one's going to be? I have no, I don't know. Um, and so then let's talk about when you can start booking these cruises. Um, you can start booking them fairly shortly, actually. Um, Tuesday, September 12th is the first day that anybody can book them, and that is for Pearl Castaway Club members. 
Now, all of the booking dates are tiered for what Castaway Club member club membership level you are. So Pearl is the first one on Tuesday, September 12th. You can start booking these cruises all the way from the first cruise on December 21st to the last cruise, um, which is actually May 31st to June 6th. Um, that is the last cruise that is currently showing on the Disney Cruise Line website. Um, Platinum mem uh, Castaway Club members can start booking on Wednesday, September 13th, um, as well as Golden Oak members. So if you're a membership of uh, Golden Oak, you can also start booking on Wednesday, September 13th. Gold Castaway Club members can start booking on Thursday, September 14th. And then those three categories have four days pretty much all to themselves where nobody else will start booking um, because Vacation Club members and Adventure Insiders can start booking on Monday, September 18th. So four days after gold can start booking. And then if you are a silver club member, then you can start booking on Tuesday, September 19th. And then all cruises go on sale to the general public on Wednesday, September 20th. So not too far away. Um, very, very quickly coming up that you can start booking these cruises. And I can only imagine that the first one, that the first maiden voyage, even though the prices that are on it um, are going to be selling out very quickly. I can only imagine how quickly those are going to be selling out. Um, so all cruises are seven nights. Which makes me, brings me to my questions that I have about this ship. So in all talks that I've heard about the Disney treasure, it was rumored and thought that the treasure was going to be releasing in October. Um, and that was all done based on when the keel was laid for the wish. And then when the wish made its maiden voyage, um, that people speculated that it was going to be in October, that the maiden voyage was going to be. And now this one's pushed back all the way to December. So that brings up interesting questions for me. Um, my first question is, what does that mean for the ship's alignment? I have an idea of where the ships will go, but I, but it, it just, it just, it's an interesting question and interesting, interesting thought in my mind. Um, cause currently the ships that are out of Port Canaveral are the Disney fantasy and the Disney Wish. The Disney Wish right now only does three and four nights to the Bahamas and Castaway, and then the Disney Fantasy is what is your seven-night or longer-type cruises out of out of Port Canaveral. So it'll be interesting to see, um, because the Fantasy is the one that does all of the, the larger voyages, so it looks like the Disney Treasure is going to be taking over that role in Port Canaveral. And then sending the fantasy somewhere else. I would imagine that the fantasy would go down south to Fort Lauderdale because that is where the new terminal, the new Disney terminal is being built. Um, and I would imagine that most of Fort Lauderdale is going to be the Disney fantasy doing, continuing its seven night cruises and then having the dream do those shorter cruises out of Fort Lauderdale. And then Port Canaveral will have the treasure and the wish, the wish continuing on doing its shorter cruises and then the treasure taking over those longer cruises. Another thought that I had about this was that, does that mean that the wish will start going to other ports when the treasure comes in? Because right now it only goes to the Bahamas. That's literally all it does. It goes to the Bahamas, Castaway, 
and then if you're on a four night, you get a day at sea, or if you're a three night, you just go back to Port Canaveral. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Is, is the wish going to start going to other locations, possibly on three, four, or maybe even a five nighter? That would be interesting to see. But then that also means what does the magic do in the time being? So I think the magic will come over and take the place of the dream in Fort Lauderdale when the dream is not there. Like the dream is going over to Europe. It's in Europe currently. And then it's going to go to Europe in 2024. So we can only assume that the dream is going to be the new European ship taking the place of the magic because the magic's not going to Europe anymore. The magic's actually here doing all of the cruises that the dream was doing. So that'll be, so is the magic going to do that? And then it'll go over to the West. Um, what does the wonder do? Does the, well, the the wonder pretty much only stays on the West Coast as it is, but what it, where where is that going to align? And then when the future ships come in, what does that mean for them? Where where do, will those ships go? Um, where is that ship going to go? And then where does the, what, the global dream? Well, don't even get me started on that. We'll have a whole another podcast uh, just based off of the global dream and everything about that and my thoughts on that. A lot of thing about when it comes to the ship alignment because they're starting to get bigger. Before it was only the 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 magic, the wonder, the dream, and the fantasy. So now that you're adding these other ships in there, you're starting these. You know, you're able to go all of these wonderful places, and but it also starts to like ask these questions. You know, where are these ships going to go, and how far will you have to go to actually get on one of them? You know, so that's interesting thought in my mind about that. Um, the next question that I had was, does this mean that the Disney Treasure's first voyage is going to be a very maritime cruise? Um, it, it's not stating that on the website, um, and I believe a lot of the Very Merry for 2024 have not been released yet. They may have, um, but this one does not say it's a very maritime cruise, but is the exact timeline um, that it'll be there for Christmas. You'll be on the ship during the Christmas holiday. So is the first voyage going to be a very maritime cruise? That would be interesting because you would think that you would want the first voyage to not be a Christmas one. You'd want to show the ship off in, its, in all of its glory, you know, what it, you, the ship, how it's meant to be seen. But then it also begs the question that if you're going on a cruise during Christmas, you would want to feel like it's Christmas. It would be, I, in my opinion, it would be a little weird for it not to be Christmas, considering that every other cruise during that time is a very merry time cruise, you know, and they put so much emph emphasis, you know, on the holiday of the cruises, you know, having the very merry time cruises during November and December, but then the parks as well, you know, inside the parks, they're celebrating the very merry Christmas parties. Um, so there, there's just that little bit of emphasis that the pretty much entire company celebrates Christmas, but then this one cruise ship doesn't at that time. But, you know, let me know your thoughts. I think it's an interesting little little thing, you know. Is it going to be a very maritime cruise? I yeah, I think it I, I'm I, I could go either way really. You know, I think it'd be interesting one way or the other. Um and then my last little question that I have what happened to the hitchhiking ghosts? Where did they go? Remember I talked about the portholes and we saw the characters in them. We know where Moana's going. We have the Hey Hey Cafe. So that's a little little tidbit right there. Moana has the Hey Hey Cafe. We know where Miguel is going. Miguel has his own restaurant, Plaza de Coco. What about the hitchhiking ghosts? Where do they fit in 
on the Disney treasure. From what I've seen and heard so far, they really don't. And in my mind, they don't fit the theme of adventure because they're not an adventure land in most of the parks or any of the parks, I really feel. What is adventurous about the Hitchhiking Ghost? Don't get me wrong. Haunted Mansion is a beloved attraction, but I just don't think it goes with the rest. So I'll be intrigued to see where they fit in on the ship. Now, obviously, I am going to be keeping an eye out, keeping a an ear out for everything that is coming up new about the Disney treasure. And as more news comes out and more details come out, I will be sure to relay that all to you. Um, if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. If you ever have any comments, feel free to reach out um, on the Instagram page. A salute to all cruise lines, but mostly DCL. You can reach me there. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. Those are the findings on the Disney treasure. A wonderful re reveal Looks to be a beautiful ship, um, and I'm ex definitely excited for it to be uh, come a part of the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Um, I want to thank you all for listening, um, and I hope to have you continue listening. You know, we have a, a couple things that I want to discuss here in the future. Um, one of them is going to be the global dream, the purchase of that big ship. That's going to be a fun little little topic. I have some thoughts about that, so we'll go. We'll dive into the global dream. Um, at a later date coming up soon. And then I also want to actually just go over and have like an overview of all the Disney Cruise Line ships. I want to nerd out for an episode um, because I love little facts. And I think it's interesting to, to look at the different ships, the differences they have, the similarities they have, but also like kind of like the nerdy facts about how long they are, how tall they are, how many decks they have, all of that fun stuff. So I'm going to go in, we're going to do a deep dive on the ships, basically explore them just a little bit as they are right now. We're going to do the five ships. We don't know too much about the treasure really, um, but so we'll do what we do know about the other five ships. Um, and then also exciting news, I'm going on a cruise in October. I'm very excited. And we're sailing out of New York, so I'm going to give you a lot of details about sailing out of New York and all of the fun stuff that I get to do on that. It is going to be a Halloween on the high seas cruise. I'm super excited for that. Me and my wife are going, and we could not be looking more forward to this cruise than, than anything. You know, I think it's the highlight of my year, I should say. Um, I absolutely love the dream, um, and I think it's just going to be really cool to sail out of New York, the views going past all of those 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 skyscrapers and then the uh, the Statue of Liberty. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm super excited. It's supposed to go to Bermuda. Hopefully we go to Bermuda. Cross my fingers. Um, but you never know what the tropics have in store um, currently with uh, Hurricane Lee out there. So you don't really know what to expect. But uh, I'm looking forward to the cruise either way. If I get to go on the big boat, I'll be happy. Uh, so that is that is my episode. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and I uh, look forward to uh, sailing with you in the future. The material and information presented here is for general information and entertainment purposes only. The Disney Cruise Line name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owner, and its use does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.